All right. Okay, we're back. Hey, we are back. Here we go. With another episode of Cracking the Copyright. Hey. And today we have I'm Really a T Rex in the house. What's good? Hey, I like How that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to coin it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's up. Something. Also, T Ray is your name. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of just goes hand in hand. You know, I figured close enough to the name, it's both an artist name and introduction at the same time. Why not? Yeah, do yeah. it. Whatever, you know. I'm really a T-Rex. Just don't go extinct, please. Uh, the plan is not to go extinct, honestly. Uh, and my Twitter says survive the asteroid, so. I like <laughs> That's that. What's up. We got to play into that. 100%. Is this why you're watching the asteroid video today? Yeah. Oh, yo, just, what? <laughs> I, I was watching how the dinosaurs went extinct this morning while we were making breakfast just so I could prepare for today. Okay. Yes. Yes. Secret tunnels. That's how we survived. So do you sympathize with your fallen comrades that are um, the, you know, the dinosaurs? I had a triceratops homie named Brad that I was super tight with. I'm kind of bummed <laughs> that he died, but you know, <laughs> nature does its thing. How did you do it? How did you survive? I have secret tunnels, bro. You know, oh. they use these little arms. Doug Doug my way underground and waited it out, you know? That's right. Wrote yeah. some songs underground. Came out with an EP. What's oh, that? there we go. Hell yeah. Wow, you've been around a long time. Yeah, you then. know, you know, been doing my thing quietly. <laughs> so now I'm trying to let people know. A lot of shit's happening in the world. You know, got pandemic, you got political craziness. I was thinking aliens would come next, but dinosaurs first. All right, I'm yeah. with that. I'm You're with back. That. Yeah, we're back. Exactly. All right, I respect And so thank you for being on the show. Basically what we're going to do is obviously we're writing today. So the goal of this show is to kind of dive into some things and get um, a bit of a clarity on writing something from a genuine place for your project. Yeah. 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 Of course. I mean, that's really the only place I tried I write from. I, I feel like write your truth. Someone will connect with it. That's, you know, absolutely. That's what we're about. Hey, all right, oh, yeah. so what's the story here? How do we know? I feel like I know you kind of a little bit through Austin talking about you all the time. So all the time, yeah. So so where did this all come from? Camp Power Chord Academy. Yeah, was that 2010? 2010, yeah. Um, what kind what kind of band were you in again? I knew it was something like fancy. I know you Austin came on the scene all dapper and shit. You know, <laughs> I was <laughs> Looking, in some bands. You know, I did yeah, my I was thing. a little pop star, a little pop rock. The kind white leather jacket vibe. Hell yeah. Um, if I That's remember right. correctly, that week. Wait, wait, were you week one or week two? I was week one, two, and three. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, yeah, my parents really wanted to fucking get rid of me. About that life, man. Yeah, but we met at Power Court Academy. And um, that year that I went where I met Austin was an interesting one. I'm pretty sure it was the year that Billy, camp counselor, put me in two different bands. Because they're, they're the year prior. Um, and yeah, we just... We're cool from then and checked in with each other every now and again as years went by. I moved out to L.A. He's out here in L.A. And yeah. Cool. So where are you originally from? I'm from Barbados. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised. Um, went back. My mom's from New York, so I had ties to New York and I'd be there often. Hence the Power Court Got Academy it. connect. Very cool. But born and raised. I'm an island boy. Just yeah. Trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you've already made it once. Now made you're trying once. to make it again. Yeah. No. Making. Yeah. Going for, going for the um the double, 
100%. I have no doubts, but it just takes a little bit longer the second time around, you know? That's right. So what was yeah. the first time? First time was um, right after I met Austin. Um, I was in a band called Cover Drive for nine years. Dope. Um, we put up a cover up on YouTube of Hey Soul Sister, and we got signed. Um, we got signed to Polydor out of the UK, and we were signed to publishing Sony ATV here in the States. And yeah, moved to the to London, released some songs, had a number nine, a number one, a number three, and then our label dropped us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After a number one record, the label dropped. After a number one them. record, Damn, yeah, dude. No, it was it was a wild time. I was about like eighteen, and all that shit popped off. Damn. So you're playing shows everywhere, doing the thing. Yeah, it was you know it was an interesting experience because I went from you know rehearsing in my basement to playing arenas and stadiums yeah like borderline overnight in terms of like how far um it's like a year yeah and we, we wanted to do like schools tours and really kind of organically build our fan base and they said oh no your song's already popular you're too big for that now so we were thrown on these big stages without at least in my opinion the uh the proper training sure to to fully capitalize on those bigger audiences right um but yeah cover drive did its thing and People loved it. Opened up for Rihanna in the Open hometown. Opened up for Rihanna, yeah. Opened up for Rihanna in the hometown. Um, opened up for Kelly Clarkson across the UK. Um, a couple other UK artists you may not be familiar with. Uh, Ollie Murs, JLS, this rapper named Dappy. But um, we did the pop star shit, man. I like it. It was they fun. Capital yeah. Ball FM at We did, Wembley yeah. Wembley Stadium. Stadium. I played Wembley Stadium twice, actually. Um, one for Summertime Ball, and the second time was for a rugby halftime show. We were the headliners. Oh, that's awesome. No, it was crazy. Yeah. It's that's like, like iconic. <laughs> screen, sever, screen saver type. Yeah, shit, right. You know, like you can't even <laughs> register how many people are in the audience. And my little snot nose ass was like, oh my gosh, I made it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Know? And my goal now as a man, an adult, older adult, I should say, is to just beat my little 18 year old self out the water. I like that. Maintain that shit, you know? Yeah, you got that's it. That's right? right. So, what's it like going from that to starting over? Um, I can tell you the first year and a half was brutal after being dropped. You know, I, at that point in my life, I had defined being a musician as being someone that had a record label, a record deal, sorry. And once I didn't have that, I had to kind of rediscover what it meant to be a musician, at least by my own definition. Right. So we, um, did an EP with some friends, friends of ours from the UK. And then I learned how to produce and logic for my band because as popularity kind of dissipated, so did budget, and we couldn't afford producers that we worked with on the first album, yeah. you know? So I learned to do that, and then we did um, college gigs. Did a shit ton of college shows, and that's really how I rediscovered what it meant to be a musician. You know, it doesn't matter how many fans you have or how big your song was. If you're bigger than the music, then there's no point in doing yeah. this shit, you know? If you can't humble yourself and perform in front of a audience of one in the cafeteria where no one gives a shit, and if you can't do that and not have a good time, then what are you doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it comes in highs and lows. And actually, funny enough, um, I have a new band now for my project, and they're asking me what my favorite show was, and they all expected me to say Wembley, but my favorite show was we had a gig in Milwaukee, and no one showed up. It's just the promoter. And he's like, I'm so <laughs> sorry, man. Like, you don't have to do it. He's like, nah, we showed up. Let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah. What do you want to hear? And we had a time. It was a great fucking time, bro. And That's awesome. No, no, it was, it was 
I played my fair share of uh, five people, three people. Dude, it's great because when people, you can see the people looking at you, you really have to work for them. Like if you have a big ass crowd, sure, if your song's somewhat popular, they're going to, ah, wow, it's it's easy. Yeah. But if you got to work for someone that you're looking right at, that's where the magic is, man. That's true. That's what separates the content creators from the musicians, you know? I could see that. Yeah. That's Austin always said, like, no matter what size we're playing, he's going to play it like he's in front of a, an 100%, arena. 100%. Keep that menta- that stadium mentality, but... Got to sell every face in that crowd. Exactly. Every make one, make two, it count. 10,000 faces. Because honestly, what we do, what we're allowed to do um, is a blessing. A lot of people don't get to pursue their dreams. A lot of people don't have support from their family units. And we're part of the chosen few, you know? And that's very true. We got to make every gig count. Yeah. No matter how many people. And that's, at least that's what I believe in. Because you never know. Okay, well, before we get into current times, yeah, I'm curious what the most crazy moment of of being in that band and being on the road and doing all that. What are some of the, the most crazy moments that maybe are non-musical that stick out to you? Non-musical. Um, I mean, you, you meet a lot of really random people. Yeah. Um, Jesse J once tried to steal something out of my backpack, <laughs> which was, you know, we had a we had a gig at some arena and we caught this, this like charter plane back to the back to England. We were in Glasgow, and I'm like, ooh, charter plane. There's like Jesse J on the plane. There's Pixie Lot. There's Daffy. I'm like, oh wow, there's celebrities on the plane and everything. Yeah. It's gonna be fire. I kid you not, the plane looked like they duct taped the wings onto it. <laughs> it was the worst flight. So this is not musical and. Shit was crazy and terrifying, and I had to bring into a paper bag half the time. Damn. But that moment sticks out to me. Um, another time was we had, our, our label had really misappropriated its funds with regards to relocating us and, and looking out for us. So we ran out of money. We were in England. And I remember we had a number one song, but we're like pinching pounds trying to buy donuts for lunch. Because we had nothing. We, the next drawdown or next kind of deposit hadn't come through yet. And we're like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm about to starve out in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> you know? With the number one record you know, on the it's, radio. it's crazy, bro. It's like, and like you can't, you have to be cautious about how you walk around because people might recognize you or mob you or some kind of jungle. It's like, yo, we can't even afford a cab to get away from you people, right? That's crazy. Um, what's another thing? Uh, just realizing that you don't need as I, i'll say again you don't need the the backing to do it you yeah. just, just need the grit just need the confidence within yourself and your convictions um to know that you you can do this regardless of who's rocking with you or not you know if your stuff sounds good that's that's the main equalizer if yeah, your stuff sure. sounds good someone's going to pay attention eventually you know yeah sync clap yeah we're back <laughs> before the camera came back talking about being multifaceted and wearing many hats in this industry. And I was telling y'all, well, briefly, <laughs> before he told me to stop talking, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I went to this networking event, Cup of Troy, I think is the name of it, um, USC event. Pretty cool. Pretty cool little thing. But I was there and this guy approached me and, and he's like, hey, bro, I like your jacket. And I was like, word thanks bro like where'd you get it from I was like, oh i got it from here so like, what you do it's like i'm an artist producer you know songwriter what about yourself i'm an astronaut <laughs> okay <laughs> um weird for an astronaut to be here at a singer songwriter event but to each their own 
he said, yeah, you don't believe me, do you? And I was like, um, well, I don't like confrontation. I was like, ah, well, it's, you know, the first time I ever met an astronaut. I made like, I was like, oh, you've been to Venus? Thinking it's like a, maybe like some sort of weed reference or some shit. Yeah, he said, yeah, no, yeah. I'm for real an astronaut. And he like got my number and texted me this article about him being an astronaut and shit. And I was like, okay, cool. Great, you're an astronaut. But okay. this man is also like a, an artist. He was running for mayor um, of LA. Like he put a video up of him like voting for himself. Sure. <laughs> um, makes his own toothpaste. Um, <laughs> this guy does a lot of different things. Yeah. And I was like, well, hot damn. Like, I don't get it, but I can't knock the hustle. <laughs> you know, if you make it to space and drop an album from space, then more power to you, brother. But So he was actually an astronaut? From what it appears to be, yeah. He's, the article said he's an astronaut. And he posted pictures <laughs> yeah. with some some astronauty looking people um wow yeah i mean either the con game is real no, or the e- hustle is real it's yeah, one that, of the that's, two that's what i'm saying as like you know what as long as you ain't hurting nobody you go to space <laughs> all, all you want. i mean yeah. he's I the most like... multifaceted this point i was making yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely one of the facets I need to explore. 100%. I'm very physics and space obsessed. Okay. I debated after high school uh, going into the Air Force, oh. applying to the Astronaut Academy and being a commander on a future Mars mission. Oh, shit. Because okay. I knew I'd be somewhat in the right age range for it. Uh-huh. And I still have that passion. I still study it like it's my job. And... uh I'm going to apply to a mission 100%. Damn. But I hope that, you know, it'd be dope to have a session on the moon or something crazy like that. That'd be cool. Uh, but just as that becomes more of a thing, I need to at least get to the moon before I die. And if I it's mean, Mars, even better. But You really want to go all the way out to Mars? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think there's something about you, because Earth looks like just another star mm-hmm. when you're standing on the surface of Mars. Mm-hmm just looks like this one little tiny little dot and you can just simply put your finger over it. Mm -hmm. And as far as human history is concerned, based as opposed to rovers and things we've sent out into space, everything is right there. Yeah. That's everything. Mm -hmm. Like you can put your finger over that and it's like, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that that feeling of being so alone, it it feels freeing, I guess. Mm. Just the fact that all of a sudden, like, everything's right there and you're just standing on this other random speck yeah. of dust rock floating and it just i think it puts it all in perspective i mean the idea of that is fascinating yeah and i'm also a space nerd and it sounds one of my favorite movies okay ever. yep like, me too um i feel like it's not even top five it's just above your favorite it's just it's, it's so good yeah it's so so good i would I would love to go to space if it meant that my survival was guaranteed coming back to Earth. For but sure. Since it can't be guaranteed, I'm cool with this little blue rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, man, all the best to you. I hope you get to Mars or the yeah, Moon. No, I, I, uh, we need to dive into the space thing. You know, maybe off this oh, show dude. someday. Oh, hey, I'm here for it. Get into all the Always. nerdy stuff that everyone. When I start to talk to them, their eyes start to glaze over and they no, just kind of start staring through you. I think the the, the idea that. <laughs> I watched some video. I think it was like Kurtzkazike or something. Yes. Because I love that. It's the best channel. Dude, so good. Um, oh my God, I have so many things to show you. Dude, <laughs> like when you zoom out, like just our entire existence, our reality is barely even a speck on the cosmic scale. 
We'll have to come back and do a space podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. Down. Yeah. <laughs> have Neil deGrasse Tyson in. Dude, love that guy. guy. Love that guy. <laughs> love his voice. And Bill Nye the science guy. So soothing. Him too. Bill Nye is dope. Yeah. All right, steer us back. Take us steer back. Steer us back. Okay, well, <laughs> Justin, you mentioned the word alone, and I was thinking, you're single now, right? I am single. So yes. what was that like going from being, A, with all of these bandmates, being in a relationship at the time, to... Uh-huh. Finding yourself alone, and maybe there's something in there we can write about. Um, being, I'm, I'm a serial monogamist, so most of my relationships go on for very long. Um, I was dating my lead singer. We dated for six and a half years. Um, the breakup was rough, as you can well imagine, because it wasn't just only a, it wasn't just a relationship ending. The band broke up. Um, yeah. We went our separate ways. There was a lot to unpack in there. I felt like a lot of my identity went with that. Um, and rediscovering myself as a person who T-Ray was, what he wanted to do, what he wanted to say. What does he want to say? I mean, he just wants, just wants to be honest, as honest as he can in his music, you know? Um, and that's how I started writing for I'm, the I'm Really a T-Ray's Project. After that breakup, I was really like, okay... There are a lot of thoughts going on in my head and there's a lot of noise I need to figure out how to sift through. I don't have a therapist yet, so might as well write some songs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and as I started writing, I came to this realization, like, oh shit, I can do this. You know, I don't necessarily need a band. I, would lo- I miss my band. I miss the camaraderie um, that we shared and just kind of like, if you're nervous at a show, you can look at your bandmate and they got your back. And it did feel isolating. It felt alone yeah. in that. But in that aloneness, if that's a word, yeah. I found my own power. That's solitude. You know, solitude, exactly. That's so- Yeah, solitude. And then I, so I named the first EP 127 Solace because in that solitude, I found solace. And 127 was my apartment number. Oh, cool. So yeah, yeah, um, Did that EP in Florida, Orlando. So you've been all over the place. You lived... Grew up in Barbados, yeah. moved to London, yeah. Florida. Florida, New York. Here in LA, New York. Wasn't it like Virginia or something for a minute? Um, lived in Maryland. Maryland. Lived in Maryland for a little while. Um, we actually, the band moved from Barbados to Maryland for the U.S. college circuit that we did. And that's how I've been to, you said Minnesota's where you're from? Yeah. Yeah, been to Minnesota many a time. We booked 220 shows from our showcase um, at NACA. Wow. And that gave us three years of gigs, which was fun. That's crazy. Yeah. Packed, That's a lot of shows. No, a lot of shows, bro. Packed all our shit into a Toyota Avalon and just hauled Damn. ass cross country. Wow. Yeah, you learn a lot about yourself and the people around you when you're in a Facts. packed little van. You know, well, luckily my bandmates, we had been tight for so long because Barbados is so small. Amanda babysat me, so I knew her from time. Jermaine and I were the same age, so we'd be at all those same parties. Barry, my mom already managed. You know, so we were we were a good little unit, good little unit. Barry could drive the longest. I was the best navigator. Jamar and Matt would fall asleep in the back. <laughs> you know, yep. you all fall into your roles. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so now you have all those hats on your own. Yeah, essentially. Um, so where do you find now that you've developed and gotten through the breakup and all of that? Where do you find the inspiration to keep going on your own? Now well, that you cleared out that noise. I realized that if I just write what I'm feeling 
and be true in my music, someone will re relate to it. I learned a lot during that alone time that your silent storm isn't solely, you know, someone's experienced the same, a similar silent storm, if you get what I mean. Absolutely. Um, your problems are not individualized. They may feel so, but you can just talk to any random person on the street and they're probably going through a heap of shit that you would, would have no idea right. they're going through, you know? Yeah. it That dawned on me in particular. I wrote a song called Thanks, which was kind of like an ode to the breakup, just... Um, lyrics go, hold your lighters up if you've ever lost a friend, if you were sad for a time, but you made it by discovering a strength within. You know, if I never see you again, I want to say thanks for the times, the highs and the decline. Thanks for everything. You know, there's beauty in pain. And I wrote that song just for myself. It's kind of like a journal entry type deal. And one of my homeboys messaged me and said, bruh, this song's getting me through some shit. Yeah. Like, thank you for this. And you know, people say, oh, I love your song. Help me out. But when you're like, your bro messages you and says, I felt that shit. I was like, oh, man, I, I got to keep got to keep doing this. Yeah, got to keep really cool. being true in my music. So that's what I continue doing. Yeah. You know, I'm in the process of writing my second EP now. Um, EP is called why we're here today. Exactly. Secrets Behind a Smile um, is the name I'm going with. Um, and... Right of my truth, man, is all I really know how to do. I feel like if you wear a mask, you only keep it up for so long. And when yeah. that shit crumbles, you lose a lot with it. So yeah. why not just be honest with your music? That's true. That's. I mean, you essentially be like an actor that's constantly writing your own script. and like what It gets exhausting, man. Some people can do it. Yeah. Some people do it, but most people can't. I I got ADHD, bro. I can't focus on too many things at the same time. You know, I, I tension shifts. So if I'm just honest, if I'm authentic, then normally that's your see the truth me. exactly you know so that's that's my that's my mindset and yes i'm doing things on my own but because of the cover drive experience i've learned a lot so things that would have affected me when i was younger don't now you know something as simple as um go to a networking event you see someone you think is real cool or you like vibe with their creativity say hey yo Let's link. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You never hear from them again. You know, that would have bothered me when I was 18. Now I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, right. On to the next. I'll see you when I see you. You know, it things don't affect me the same way. And I have a template, um, like a non-starstruck template. I know how to operate in studios. I know, like, basic creative decorum, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> like, like I, I have it down. And um, I now know what I need to move forward. So for my project i was like okay cool i know what i can do i know i don't want to do this shit alone let's see what resources i have available to me so facebook put some facebook ads out found some band members um really lucked out with my band members the new That's ones awesome. they're they're some awesome people talented as all hell down to earth and one prerequisite i had for joining my bands you gotta be a nerd in some way shape or form and they're all nerdy it's fantastic hell yeah we have a great time <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah, perfect man. so what was it like going from drummer to frontman? um i already had some experience doing so um, amanda and i shared well she was primarily vocalist but there were songs that i would carry the lead and there were some instances during our touring where you know amanda might not have been feeling well or wasn't able wasn't feeling fully confident to carry the show and i'd have to step up so i already had a bit of practice and my dad is actually a front man and i've watched him play shows when i was a kid so i have a point of reference so it wasn't the transition wasn't as 
hard as you think it would be. Gotcha. You know, um, you may second guess yourself. Your inner saboteur may say, oh, well, can you do it? Oh, you know, they already got Anderson Pack. What's going on? It's like, yeah, no, they got Anderson Pack, but they don't have a T-Ray. That's so, right. Are you drumming in the band too? I am. Oh, I am. badass. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm drumming, um, mainly because I'm saving my drum slot for my youngest brother, Steel, who's an amazing musician. That's cool. Incredible musician. He can play everything I can play, no problem. He's just 11. He got to do some more school shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he got to, he got to, you know, it's like, I want to tour with you, T Ray. I was like, all right, cool. When you're 16, come shout me. Yeah, right. You know, but I am playing drums in my band. Um, and I got two guitarists, a bassist, and a backing vocalist as of right now. All my bandmates sing. Um, and they kick ass, bro. We just played our first show for Breaking Sound. Nice. Awesome. So much fun. Hell yeah. So, Are you so breaking the mold and bringing the drums up to the front of the stage? Um, whenever possible. You, I would do, you have. I, I, I haven't done it. Well, I've only played Wenchel in L- LA so far. Okay. But I have um, like stage plots in mind where I would have the drum set forward. Hell yeah. Um, absolutely. And working on a hybrid setup where I can do some songs on my kit, hit some backing tracks for drums, come up front, you know. That's cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely gonna. Yeah, it's fun to play with stuff like that because then it's just like interesting. It's like, wait, why? Yeah, man. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a show. I find like too often now people are self indulgent with their performances. Like, oh, they come to see me, you know? Oh, yes, yes. But you're it's an it's a act of service. Musicians, we we cater to the audience. You know, sure, we're doing our own music and we're trying to advance our own narratives and agendas. But yeah, you want the audience to have a good time. You know, you want to put on a show for them. And that's what they connect with more so than, oh, you're so popular. I like you because you're cute. No, you want to come to my show and have a blast. Yeah. And then you tell sure. your friend, oh, I had a great fucking time at this show. You should come out with me. And then it's it's organic it's that community. way. It's community. Exactly. Hell that's yeah. how you get to Wembley, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And so what rabbit hole do we want to go down today trying to write about? <sighs> What's true to you right now? That true you to think me right now. Pursue? Um, I want to write a, I feel like I'm feeling grateful right now. My, um, one of my, my bros, the same one who messaged me about my song, he got into a pretty rough motorcycle accident a couple weeks ago. Actually at the, the night of my show, I was on my high and his girlfriend called me, said he's been in a crash and he got rocked for real. Like he's going to take a year to recover. Yeah. But despite him being immobile, entirely immobile. When I visited him um, last couple of days, smiling every day, polite to all of his nurses, cracking jokes, you know, spinning in his wheelchair. And it's just, it struck me, man. It's like everything can go wrong in your life. But there's still something to smile about, you know? There's still something, despite all the shit. I mean, homie broke both his legs, arms, pelvis, and he's still fucking smiling. Right. Can you believe that shit, bro? Like, yeah. And I he's mean, a proud dude. Like, he don't like anyone doing anything for him. And he's been able to kind of put that ego aside. He's like, okay, I got to slow down right now. Yeah. Let me find the positive in the situation. So I feel like, right, write, write, write something feel good. You I know? like that. There's, there's enough shit going on in the world right now. I'm sure you guys are more than aware of all the crap. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Just. I mean, I feel like it's it's kind of a just we've talked about it on the show before, but it's like you get these thoughts in your head, you get 
if it comes from something happening that you didn't like or someone is mean to you or wherever it comes from, you get this negative mindset and it can just continue to spiral. And 100%. then something like, like senior guy in the hospital is still just, you know, bright as day. Yeah. It makes you be like, all right, shit. Like I got to stop. hundred percent. I got to stop worrying about this bullshit. hundred percent. And just like, and just live. What matters? Honestly though, like what's important? You got your life. You have your your family. You have the ability to pursue your passions, to to continue to create. Um, I know that if and if I were in his position, I I don't know if I would have been able to be as po- as positive as he is. Yeah, that takes some it's, strength, dude. Seriously, like another level of strength. And I have, despite all the things that I find challenging and difficult, and things I got to work through both mentally and physically and career wise. Shit could be a lot worse, you know? Absolutely. And like you said, you get too caught up in that negative mindset. Take a break and be like, you know what? I, I got some I got some good things going yeah. on in my life right now. Right. Even if they're minor, even if TikTok or Instagram may make me feel like it's not that special because not many people reacted to this happy moment in my life. Fuck that. Yeah. You know, it's special to you. Yeah. And that's all that counts, all that matters. Well, even being able to sit here and have this conversation 100 percent, right that's 100%. on a level that we don't even really understand mm-hmm. sometimes yeah and it's yeah man there's 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 always reason to smile there's reason to be grateful so i feel like if we want to write something today let's write something a little more let's make people smile i like that all right so let's dive into a few other things in your life that have made you feel that gratefulness just uh-huh. so we can kind of Add some color to the palette. Okay. To, you know, have as much vibrance on the painting as possible. Ooh. Ooh. He's a lyricist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, what What other moments? Like, I mean, you've got a amazing mother that I've had the privil- privilege of meeting quite oh, a few mom, times. My mom is a G. She is badass. Straight up G. Mom strong. Yeah, man. Um, grateful for mama. Just being able to call and just... Get some words of encouragement or... Well, she's been part of your career. Yeah, 100%. Since, well, not only making me, <laughs> but she... She uh, did do that, yeah. She got us the deal. Got us the deal. Um, navigated through shark-infested waters when we were in England. Made sure that we had... We didn't want for anything. Made sure if we needed something, she's like, okay, I'm gonna figure it out. You know? She did that. No one can take that away from her. She sees she saw the talent in us and decided to develop us so much. So like, you know, I was telling her the other day, just because the band broke up, don't let anyone ever tell you that you, this isn't a win for you with regards to Amanda on the Kendrick record. You saw the talent in her that no one else did. You developed her. You helped her get to where she is right now. Even if you're not in the picture right now, Yeah. you know, that's also your win. So mama's a G shout out to moms. Love you mama. Yeah. Moms. Um, other things I'm grateful for, uh, um, my brothers are good. You know, I got two little brothers. One's 11, one's 21. I just saw them recently. My 21-year-old brother came out to my show. That's, um, that's big. Yeah, he had a great time. He, was, he got smashed. Yeah. <laughs> he got smashed. He was wooing and hollering in the crowd. Um, are you had, worried about the world they're inheriting? I, I, I am. I am. The world's a mess. 
the people in power just seem to keep making decisions. That's a very general statement, but there are people in power, I should say, that just keep making decisions that make you want to focus on how ugly a place the world is right now. Yeah. And that shit hurts. So the world could use a little gratitude. The world could use a little gratitude. The world could use a little happiness. The world could be could use a little bit of, you know what, I know Supreme Court wiling right now. Ugh. Super wild. Right, right. But what 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 was it? Um and in a cellar, do not go into that dark night. Yes, <laughs> honestly. Those lines, you know? Yeah. There there's the same thing that Matthew McConaughey was able to hold on to that silver lining despite being in a whole nother galaxy. I like that. Yeah, it's impressive how you keep such an optimistic outlook on everything. You have to, man. It's like I I mean, shit, this is my 12th year doing this thing here. Sure, it can be demotivating sometimes. Like, oh, Especially starting at the highest of highs. Yeah, man. It's like you get into the, yeah, it's your first introduction to the game. Right. As it with a number one record. And then you got to indie it for the next 10 years. Yeah. Like we just hit the 10 year anniversary of our number one song this year. And I was like, damn. What was the song again? Twilight. No, Edward Cullen. Um, <laughs> yeah, t- Twilight Cover Drive. Uh, still bopping. I listened to it the other day. But yeah, I could be like, oh man, I'll never get there again. Oh man, what? what ah, it's just not going to work out the same way. You know, I'm not with pop producers. No. Dave Grohl said, if you make good music, someone's going to pay attention. It's just, we're impatient people. What What is for you won't miss you. And actually, speaking of, well, you said off camera, um, do I find it hard to support my former bandmates in particular Amanda because we were together I don't find it hard when I saw her on the Kendrick record I felt so much pride I was like hot damn you're doing your shit girl right hell yeah and also it affirmed me I was like she hit twice I can definitely hit twice yeah you can't tell me no you can't stop me love that shit so yeah man I like that. That's the first Interstellar reference we've actually had. Really? So. I might have fucked up the reference, but you know, no, the, no, no. The, you, the intention no, you was there. <laughs> you killed it. I've seen that damn movie like oof, so twenty good, times, bro. maybe more. So, so, so <laughs> good. Do you have any questions, Jess? I'm just vibing. I'm still in the Interstellar world. Yeah. Oh um, man. No, I I think it's I think it's refreshing to do mm. that, and I think it's important to write about things like that once in a while yeah man because yeah i think i usually think about when you're gonna leave a review for a restaurant or a product or something Mm -hmm. when are you gonna leave a review or an experience either you had the worst time in the world and you're gonna give it one star zero stars if you can or you had the most amazing outstanding time you could have ever had so you're gonna give it the best review you can There's a lot of the middle that's missed, I think, a lot of times. So reviews for me mm-hmm. are interesting because you're either going to... It's the people that hate it or love it, not the people that bought it and use it every day, but didn't like... Mm. It, it's good, so it doesn't hit your brain to be like, oh, I need to go say something about this. Yeah, yeah. So I find that a lot of times that applies in songwriting too, where mm-hmm. it's like you're either... I mean, most of the time I feel like you're writing about problems mm-hmm. or it's the drama or it's the the heartache, the emotions of X, Y, Z. Facts. So I like just kind of, I mean, this song isn't necessarily about, 
oh my god, I'm on top of the world and I'm I'm running this shit. It's yeah. just it falls in the middle in that category where the reviews aren't usually left, and I mm-hmm. think the songs aren't written about as much. Yeah, where it's just like I'm having a good time. Yeah, this is a a happy feel good about just enjoying life. Not necessarily exactly. right. It's not necessarily like the worst things it's not the best things it's just it could be better could be worse but the rain stopped for a little bit so i'm gonna take a walk outside yeah i like that cool yeah i mean i'm with it sounds like you're a poet as well uh you know i know a couple things (laughs) (laughs) been around the block a little bit you know well i know this is one of our shorter episodes but i'm pretty eager to just go get to writing dude let's do it i think we shall all right let's make some fun music man Music, music. You want to real quickly tell everybody where they could find you? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm really a T-Rex. You can find me on Instagram, letter I, letter M, really a T-Rex, or check out my website. I'm really a T-Rex.com. Check out some merch. Check out Jam Mode. Super fun. Um, I got a new song called Toxic Positivity. That's out right now. A new one called Nice Guy Anthem coming out this week. I don't know when y'all going to release this, hey. but it might be out by the time this comes out. Uh, check me out. Leave a, yeah, leave a review. It'll be <laughs> out, right? <laughs> it'll be out before this one comes out. This will probably come out in the fall. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, then I have an EP out called Secrets Behind a Smile. <laughs> Check it out right now. Um, and yeah, thank you to Park Wild. Yeah, thank you. Thank awesome, you. Justin, Let's go write this smash. Let's do it.